Oh, here we go. Hi there, Crystal. Hola. There's the first person I see in this new month. Folks, we are ready to roll. And this is a big one. This is a big one. There's Joshua David. Hello, Joshua from Cranston. There's Roberta Farrell. Folks, new month. Don't Tonight, one after dark. Very special, don't miss it, all Charlotte Lester. Major updates. No one else has it except for the chosen one. Thank you for the stars in advance. New month means new goals. Hi there, Susan. Good afternoon, Anne-Marie. All right, we're live on the radio. Hi there, Nancy Kelly. We're live on the radio. Un momento. Major, 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 major. <clears throat> At 12.06 on this May 1st, it is, it's Monday, it's May 1st, new month, how exciting. I still remember, and I always think of this every May 1st, that as uh, as Juan was young growing up in Edgewood on Ferncrest, where the radio was always just set to Salty and the crew, mostly to Salty. But one, <laughs> one May 1st, I, I don't know when it was, sometime 70s, maybe early 80s, but Larry Kruger, and by the way, later in life, I got to know both Salty and Larry, so and they were terrific. Salty was a big influence with Juan. When I was in sixth grade, my uh, teacher at St. Paul School, Miss Gannon, our assignment was speak to someone in an occupation that we would want to pursue someday. And, you know, it was um, April vacation, I think. And my mother drove me over and I, you know, I'd gotten a new tape recorder for Christmas. And I, I interviewed the legend himself right there at the lobby and on the Wampanoag Trail. And then we kept in touch over the years. And then Salty was the first guest on my show when I came back and did the show in Rhode Island. So, by the way, none of the people that are there now currently had any interaction with what salted the way Juan did. But it was on this day, it was on May 1st that Larry, uh, and he, I think he meant well, but he said May Day. <laughs> and and for the next hour, Salty was, uh, you know, Salty who never um, got too upset, but he, he was going after him saying, you never say that because what if there was someone out on the water, a boater, and they heard someone say May Day, which is the call for help. So Larry was just trying to say, well, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm just, it's May 1st and it's happy May Day and, and, and Salty, you know, this, this went on for like over an hour. I, I just remember that. Now, again, I'm getting ready. I'm having, you know, whatever, Total or some Captain Crunch before I'm going to go to St. Paul School. But I remember hearing that exchange. And I always think of Larry Kruger, <coughs> Larry Ice Cold, he used to be on in the afternoon. Um, on this May 1st. Folks, on this May 1st, and it is a sunny day, and tragically, boy, we have hit. <clears throat> could it have rained any harder last night? I mean, could it have rained any harder? Was that a monsoon? 
Or was it just a Sunday night rainstorm? Wow. I woke up three times because the rain was so loud. And I hate loud rain because then there's no one to yell at. <laughs> Unless if it's the Simpsons and you're like an old man yelling at a cloud. But folks, this point, hey, the good news is, boy, spring has come to life. Green is everywhere. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, they are ready. They're open for the season. Stop in beautiful selection. Pansy flat, flats, pansy bags. They also have beautiful hydrangeas. And they now also have the tropical hibiscus, the mandevilla plants. I'll tell you, I stopped in there yesterday, and it just looks fantastic. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Let's make your property look the best it can look. Let's shop local, right? Let's support a local family business. And I share their Facebook page. It's Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron, and they grind it. Next day off is Christmas Day. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3680 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, right off of Route 4. Right, right down the street from Tarbox. Shop there. I don't care where you where you are, whether you're in Warwick or Cranston or North Kingstown. Hey, they're they're loyal supporters of the chosen one. So stop it and see them. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Now, folks, we have some updates on the website dpetro.com, and you're not. Don't, it's not your imagination. You're not going to see it anywhere else. You're just not. I still get these people, and I'm going to address this in a moment. But um, there are some some people that still don't get it, right? And then they'll question, you know, that's fine. I didn't, I don't see this in the journal. I don't see this on Channel Six. What? I I was looking for it. I didn't. I, I don't know what to tell you, right? Other than listen, the '80s called, and and the, that's your point of reference. We we let join us in 2023 for crying out loud. But folks, check out the website depetro.com, and we're going to continue. Um, it's all right there, and it's brought by the Coesed Inn. And I want to thank everyone that has stopped in. I was at the Coesed Inn over the weekend. Listen, the place is just fantastic. The owner is great. The people that work there, that is their lifeblood. They are, you know, resilient, reliable, delicious food, commitment. They, they were setting up for a 50-person collation after, you know, someone had the family get together after a funeral. The Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. So, folks... I encourage you, we're going to start off. Now, if you live in the northern part of the state, the northern part of the state, you're going to want to hear what I'm going to have to say coming up in just a few moments. This is the noon report. What I'd like to do, and we're still forming, but it's basically, I'm going to give you the top stories at noon. Almost like a Casey Kasem style, but it's not going to be like 40. <laughs> maybe, ideally four. Probably four things at noon. Maybe we'll read, re, instead of the noon report, maybe four things at noon we'll do. But we're going to start off with the Charlotte Lester case. And uh, what I'm going to share with you, um, you you know, it's just it's just a fact. And some people get that and some people don't. Now, I also want to make mention, <coughs> excuse me, right now at 1213. You know, I, um, folks, Juan was very, very fortunate because as some of you know, um, I, I lived in New York for the 90s. I lived in New York City basically for the decade. And I, you know, I love New York. I love the competitiveness of it. I love the pace of it. Um, I, I, you know, I have family there. I mean, I love New York. And, and one of the huge benefits of me living there was I had the chance to work, get to know, get advice, and be encouraged by L. Rushbo. Rush, who was just a phenomenal figure who's 
who I think whose voice is missed, but he used to talk about for those for the advanced studies of conservative culture. That's what, you know, EIB, Excellence in Broadcasting, for advanced studies in, in conservative culture. We, um, we, we often, and it's something, I understand why he says that. Because I, I, this isn't a rant, and I'm not going to complain that much for a, dip, for a change. But what I want to mention is <clears throat> there are some people, I'm not going to name anyone in particular, but there are some people that when, when you turn on a football game, Okay, you decide to watch football. They're not explaining all the rules to you as they go along. It's up to you to know about the game. They explain what's happening in the game. But it's not a tutorial on football. And I keep we run into this business of people who are not up on what's going on and they demand, hold on a minute. What you know, I I um I watch succession. It's not great. I, I like Succession, right, on HBO. And and I had a friend of mine that, that called who heard me talk about it and, and, and was asking me some questions about it because it's really based off Rupert Murdoch who owns News Corp and Fox News Channel and so forth. And and I finally I, I said, let's do this. Why, why don't you watch the previous seasons, catch up, and and then I can fill in the blanks. But, like, what is this? What I have to no go back and watch it when when I would hear about Game of Thrones, right? It's up to me to get up to speed on Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad, or you know, or the whatever it is. So so various stories that we talk about, I find there's always the people who, like to me, they're like the people that would do their homework on the on the bus on the way to school. Like everything has to be explained to them. Again, I'm going to get into the Charlotte Lester stuff, but, and, and I want to encourage those on social media to answer some of this crowd because I can't anymore, right? I'll post Pawtucket shooting and what's, what's a question? Where is this? Gee, I don't know. The caption says Pawtucket. Why don't we start there? Oh, that's rude. Listen, I understand that people don't read. Okay. But with the Charlotte Lester case, was she found? There were people posting because I posted about the vigil. Was she found? <clears throat> we, we've been covering the case for a year. Don't, don't you think I, I might post something if they found her? I, I'm just like brainstorming here, right? Oh, was she found? Do, do you see anything that says she was found? Do you think I would, what, not do a story if she was found? I don't know how the words come out of people's mouth. Folks, the beginning and the end on the Charlotte Lester case is on DePetro.com. That's just the way it is. Not that foolish Channel 12 story. Anyone could be a suspect. That, that is moronic. Anyone could be a suspect. So now I did Charlotte Lester Cage approaches one year. And I did that. Because we have a lot of new people on the page and a lot of new people following the show in different platforms, by the way. Right? We're up to 25,000 on TikTok. YouTube is just exploding right now. Facebook growth is exploding. So I did that to frame it of what we know to date. But I'm still learning a lot about the case. And what I want to tell you, 
at 12.16 on this Monday. And I'm going to get into it much more in depth tonight with a one after dark. Unless something breaks and then I'm at like a crime scene or something. But I, I believe the case will be solved. The work police have never let up on it. Um, it, 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 it's, it, but let me, I just want to frame that. It's not my job to tutor you and bring you up to speed on the case. The information is there. I understand, you know, anyone, if you've ever had like a, a really good college professor, they, they tell you where, they give you clues where you can find the information, but then it's up to you to go and find the information. So everything is on petro.com but I am, and I have it laid out. I, you know, I worked on this. I set aside time last night. Thank God it was pouring out. Someone, you know, sent me a message. Now, are you going out? To, am I going out tonight? It's, it's, it's raining sideways. Yeah, I'm going out tonight in the rain. Um, I have it mapped out from the first press release to the work police department. But listen, they, they, were, they were handed a tough case. Um, and, and the work police department, the, the evidence that that I believe is key here and crucial. You know, the rest of the media, they don't they don't have the notes because we have the notes. And then I also get into the Perkins arrest. And that was when he attacked myself and Ladybug. And, you know, it's recently come to my attention. I'm going to talk about this a little bit more tonight. But the, the media overlooked... And even maybe some degree I even overlooked the, the real reason for the attack. And it's not what people think. There was a motive there. There was a motive there. I have never stopped developing sources on this case. There was a motive behind the attack. If I want to give a, a bad example, it, it's kind of like at the end of every episode of Scooby-Doo when, when the perpetrator would then say, and I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you, you know, mingling kids. And they point at Shaggy and Thelma and the whole thing of Scooby-Doo. There, there was a motive behind that because, and I'm going to tell you in just a moment what I really think it begins and ends with. And, but, <clears throat> There is also, I posted on the Facebook page, I'll talk more about it tonight. There is a vigil set. Listen, it's going to be the one-year anniversary. Did they find her? No, they didn't find her. And no, it's not a candlelight vigil. I, as I've said before, listen, you know, I, I, I get some, not everyone pays attention and people are busy. And then people get offended. But listen, she's, you know, do I really have to come out and say this? She's not going to be found alive. So I just, people, I pray that she be returned to her family. Like, what are you, are you delusional? The family doesn't even think she's going to be found alive, for crying out loud. What world do some of you people live in? She's not alive. What do you think this whole thing has been about? I pray she be returned safely to her family. Yeah, she's been hiding in a tent. God. This portion of the program. But I'm going to tell you something very, very significant about it. You know, that's why I, I have to admit, I am going to start to step away a little bit from some of the comments. And I'm going to start to have more people that work on the show handle it. Because clearly I can't. Because it just pushes me to the edge. 
And then I start putting things like, gee, where did this happen? Oh, I don't know. It says shooting in Pawtucket. So maybe why don't we start there? You know, now I, I, I and folks, at, at 1221, I fully get now the whole old joke of people are stumped when they say who's buried in Grant's tomb. I never got that until I started running these social media posts. No wonder anyone that thought that people could follow guidelines during the pandemic. They're more delusional than any than anything else. You think people can follow that? People people don't know what to do at a stop sign. <laughs> ah, I'm going to spend more time out in the field and less time responding to foolishness. But I'll tell you what's not foolish, and that is um if you really want to improve your property j perry paving <clears throat> what a fantastic job they do j perry paving call today free quote high quality fair pricing exceptional service free estimate any project call them letter j j perry paving call them today 401-732-1730 401-732-1730 j perry paving licensed and insured contacting company listen wherever you're listing right now i want you to picture your driveway or i want you to picture your parking lot or patio whatever and you know how much better it's going to look if you call j perry paving and get a free quote 401-732-1730 no one is better with veterans than j perry paving no one is better with veterans than j perry paving 401-732-1730 if you're a veteran, if you're related to a veteran, Mother's Day coming up, Father's Day, you know, instead of getting your dad or your grandfather a new bathing suit, say like, hey, we're going to get the driveway paved. See how excited he gets. 401-732-1730. Look for them on Facebook. All right. Now, um, it's on petro.com. I'm actually going to reshare it. I did put it on Facebook. But... The Charlotte Lester case, there have been different clues. This is the missing woman. I also just want to mention, folks, one more time, and I know it seems like a rant, but um, I've said the show is not for everyone. We're not playing checkers here. You know, we're playing chess. Chess is not for everyone. What happened? Who's this? How many guys are on that side of the ball? Gee, why don't you, you know, what, you think Jim Nance and Romo have to explain football to you? No, why did he run out of bounds? Hey, listen, why, why don't you read a little bit about football until you start watching football? You know, I posted this on June 20th. And as we've come now this far into the case, this is on DePetro.com. I'm actually going to update it and reshare it. But even at the time, I didn't fully know how powerful this was. Exclusive. What does that mean? It means Channel 10 doesn't have it. Channel 10, 12 doesn't have it. No one has it. Owner of House on Staples got himself a new mattress. And I have the story how... The person on Staples Avenue, Mark Perkins, that he did get a new mattress. And if you then fast forward to when on DePetro.com, we posted the audio of his family 
it comes down to him telling his family, and this is so important, but him telling his family that he got himself a new mattress. Charlotte Lester was last seen Monday night, May 16th. She was headed up the hill in Appenock to his home on Staples Avenue. She was never seen again. Dog found two nights later, Belmont Park. Truck was found that Monday at Kent Hospital. According to his family, and I have the recordings, and we're the only ones that have the recordings. He told his family he just happened to get a new mattress on the Sunday, May 15th. Now, I know where the mattress was purchased. And of those of you that followed our coverage last summer, when we were being criticized by that idiot neighbor and some of these other people, and other members of the media, that story's over. Story's not over. When you go in depth with a story, that's how you really then unearth things. Right? I employ a method of flood the zone. You go all in on the coverage. That's how you find out what's happening. Much like how Bridget does a deep clean. But, but that mattress, his family was under the impression that he got it that Sunday. And what we pointed out, and also the family of Charlotte Lester pointed out, was that he had just purchased a new mattress in October, October, November. Had an old mattress. It seems, what I like about this part of the story is it's easy to understand. You have someone that has a mattress that's like 25 years old. And then someone who will go unnamed, but someone who we've interviewed, and I will post it, talks about, you need to get a new mattress. So the question is, if someone purchased a new mattress in October, November of 21, we're to believe six months later, after a 25-year gap, they suddenly, after a 25-year gap, purchased Two mattresses in less than six months. I find that impossible to believe. But the key element of this, the key element of this, is he didn't buy the mattress that Sunday. Mark Perkins did not purchase that mattress that Sunday. So, therefore, I spoke to someone that said that Wednesday, May 18th, they were on the phone with Perkins. And what do you think he was talking about? Wanted to get a new mattress and a bedroom set. But here's where I believe it comes down to. Why would you lie to your family of when you purchase something? If, if you have nothing, and I want to remain, no one's been charged. It is a missing person's case. Why would you lie about that? When do, when do you know, let, let's go back to, it was very recent, the Murtaugh trial. And I thought those prosecutors did a very good job. And Alec Murdoch, who was, you know, as we know, guilty as can be. But it, it comes down to a fundamental in that moment. Like, wh why would you lie to your family? And, and, and if you go to depetro.com and we have the audio recordings, why, why would you lie to your family when you purchased 
purchase something? What would be the motive to lie to your family? What's the motive anytime anyone lies? Right? To cover someone up, to mislead, cover something up, mislead someone. You you lie to mislead someone. So the, there's different motivations for it. Um, you know, today someone is being asked in a school somewhere, did you do your homework last night? Yes. <laughs> Why did the student lie to the teacher? Because they want to mislead the teacher. Right now, somewhere in an office, someone is being asked, hey, did you follow up with such and such of account? And what's the salesperson on the account saying? Yes. Yeah, yeah I called them last week. Why are they? Because they're misleading. Because they're caught with, oh, I forgot to call this person or I forgot to do the homework. I didn't do the homework, whatever. But that mattress is very, very significant. So... <clears throat> Um, if you log on to petro.com, we, the, the, the stories are there for a reason. They're, they're going to continue to be updated. We're coming up on the one year anniversary. I just want to be really clear. I, I have never called anyone because I've seen some people, you, how, you know, he assaulted. <clears throat> Listen, let me just finish this out. The reason why. Juan and Ladybug was assaulted on Staples was because of the mattress. That's what freaked him out. Let me just put a period at the end of that. That's why I was attacked. Was because I disclosed and broke and to date. You won't find this anywhere else. But those of you that followed along knew. I broke the story, and then the Warwick police were very actively looking for an old mattress. Um, that is why he freaked. This assault on me, it was it's even worse than I thought. It was worse than I thought. And I don't think the media even framed it properly. He wasn't angry that I was outside the house. He wasn't angry that I was there with Ladybug covering the case. Perkins was upset because I uncovered and broke the story on the mattress. It's a completely different element when you look at it that way. And I, I there's someone, a source, who was very kind to point that out to me. There, that's what, if you really break it down, and the statements from his attorney, and his, his attorney attacking me, by the way, and him attacking me through the attorney, what really freaked out Mark Perkins was when I broke the story about that he got a new mattress. That's what freaked him out. Because it also, let's just talk about it. Where's, let me ask you a question, right? Quick, uh, quick uh, pop quiz. Is the mattress located in the kitchen? No. Is the mattress located, a typical mattress, in your home? Is it located in a bathroom? No. Is it located in a family room? No. Where is a mattress located? Traditionally, in a bedroom. So what does that mean? It brings the focal point of the investigation into that master bedroom. So, and I will repost 
the statement of his attorney attacking me. Um, they don't bring up the mattress, right? He talked about that his client, you know, uh, couldn't enjoy life, that I was hounding him, that I was never ending on him, that I was forever like, you know, like a dog gnawing, like I had him in my teeth, like a pit bull, if you will. <clears throat> but recently I learned the motivation. It was the mattress that freaked him out. That's what got him over. This business, when he came, because it didn't make sense, right? People have asked me, why did he do that? You notice the media, they don't even ask. Like, No one was thinking or thinks to think, gee, what would it be that would push him over? It was the mattress. It was the reporting and breaking the element that he had gotten the new mattress, that police were searching for the old mattress, and more importantly also where it brings that. That was the motivation. I believe, absent the mattress, he does not. That's why, again, I didn't say it's a great analogy, but it's a little, this is even more in-depth than I thought. And folks, I also, that live stream, you know, people can say what they want. The, the live stream in many ways saved, saved me and Ladybug that night. Because if I had not had the live stream going, he was unaware that it was a live stream. He just thought I was recording. He then took, stole my equipment, smashed my equipment. Um, he thought he was destroying all the evidence. He then also, and, and again, if you go to thepetro.com, he, he, in a moment's notice, this guy lied. This happened, uh, the attack on me, the, the attack on me and Ladybug was very significant. And I lay it out on the website, thepetro.com, because number one, it, it shows calculated, it shows pre-planning. It showed in his mind, right, as stupid, as whacked and scary as it is, that sounds, the orange ski mask, the bizarre music. Right, a lawn, running lawnmower tied up. Right, that was a calculated, planned attack. But what it also shows is how quickly he would lie to police. Because when police went into that house, right after he attacked me and Ladybug, he immediately, Perkins now, he immediately said, oh, I don't, I don't remember. I, I must have blacked out. It wasn't the day before. It wasn't the night before. It wasn't a week before. It was like, Hey, dude, five minutes ago. You don't remember five minutes ago? No. No. No, I must have blacked out. No, I don't remember anything. Huh. My, my point is, and I have kind of mentioned that, but think how quickly someone pivots into that. Right? Quickly. Nope, don't remember anything. Must have blacked out. Next question. So you don't have his equipment? No. No. So you, no, I don't, I don't remember. Nope. Nope. So if we look in this house, we're not going to find his stuff. No. They asked him repeatedly. He lied. So he's not truthful with police. That was a planned attack, I believe, because of and other evidence of the case. But it really comes down to the mattress, I believe. And again, I will have more on that tonight. Now, right now at 1236, I do want to talk about the, the situation with Zamborano. The Charlotte Lester case, folks, I can't say it enough. It's all on DePetro.com. It's all on DePetro.com. Um, and I'm going to be doing much more updates. The anniversary is coming up. 
there will be a vigil. What are we supposed to do? What is the family supposed to do? She hasn't been found. You know, uh, you know hopefully she, she's not going to be found. She's, she's not alive. She's just not. So what are we supposed to do? Not It doesn't mean she's being found, and it's not a candlelight vigil. It's a vigil. It'll be daylight. It's a chance for people to come together to show that she is not forgotten and with family and friends, and we'll have full coverage of it. I want to talk about Zamborano because this is really important. <clears throat> What's happening um, in this portion of the program brought to you by Falcon Pest Services. Folks, call John and Kelly today. By the way, they're hiring... What a tremendous opportunity for someone out there to be working for this tremendous company, Falcon Pest Services, locally owned and operated. Hey, this is the next, this is the time of year. Termites, bed bugs, ants, roaches, mice, rats, mosquitoes, many of the pests. If you have any of those pests, call Falcon today. Free quote, 401-739-1322. Residential or commercial Restaurants, homes, condos, buildings, schools, any business. Falcon Pest Services, 401-739-1322. Again, look for them on Facebook. It's Falcon Pest Services. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. The story with Zamborano, you have to look at the machinations that are taking place right now. And what's happening right now is if people aren't careful, and I, if you live in Burrowville, I don't know how often you contact uh, Representative David Place or State Senator Minority Leader Jessica De La Cruz, but I, I would want to know how to get a hold of them because what's happening now. And Kathy Gregg breaks the story in the Providence Journal. The McKee administration is laying the groundwork to start to move as many as 10 homeless families to cottages on the state-run Zamborano Hospital campus in Burrowville. Folks, if you live in that area, the mayor of Cranston, Mayor Hopkins, was very vocal. You're not setting up a homeless village in Cranston. McKee was going to do that. But then Cranston and Cranston reps and the mayor, and they were very outspoken and said, you're not setting up. McKee, they were going to put 500 homeless people in these, quote, homeless cottages in Cranston. Now, when there was talk, they were going to close Zamborano Hospital in Burville. Here's what the McKee people want to do. They want to get them out of Providence. Okay, they're tired of the mad. <clears throat> they're tired of them roaming the Providence streets. They want to get them out of sight, out of mind. So what are you what are you going to do with them? You know, I remember in 1984 when the Olymp Summer Olympics went to L.A. L.A. had a big homeless problem, right? And then the Summer Olympics coming in. So what did I think it was Mayor Tom Bradley? What did they do? They actually gave out old tuxedos and old suits. And they gave them to the homeless people. So if you were coming into L.A. for the Olympics in the summer of 84, you'd see these guys walking around the street in tuxedos or in a suit, right? Full dress, pant, coat, whole thing. Now, they were old and everything, but like, hey, well-dressed. No, they were homeless people. 
They didn't solve the homeless problem, but for two weeks, you know, everybody kind of looked pretty decent. Who doesn't look good in a tuxedo? So this move with Zamborano, they're not going to Cranston. They're not solving the homeless crisis. And by the way, I want to be really clear. Where, where I fundamentally disagree with a lot of people, and I don't hear this argued enough, these people are not looking for low-income housing. They want free housing. They want free housing. Now, all of the people in Burville, if you live around Zamborano Hospital, your life is about to change. Notice there's no mayor there. And what do they do? They're pawning it off on the Republicans. David Place and State Senator Jessica De La Cruz. Good luck. Because I don't care what anyone says. Homeless people bring crime. Homeless people bring drugs. Talk to the people that live near the Nilo. Suddenly there were people breaking into their homes. Suddenly there were guys harassing their children at bus stops. Something that the homeless advocates never want to talk about, that no one talks about, is a lot of people are homeless because they're sex offenders and there's no landlord that wants to rent to them and they won't rent to them. So thus they become homeless. No one talks. When I see these people and I'll post pictures or video of the homeless people, that could be any of us. I feel, and I say, oh, I didn't realize. Are you a sex offender? Are you a pedophile? Are you a child molester? Because a lot of them are. Talk to the people at the Nilo Hotel in Warwick, where suddenly they're young uh, teenage girls and even younger being grown men trying to talk to them as they're waiting at the bus stop. Uh, people looking in the backyard. Suddenly there's a man urinating in their backyard. People coming home from work. There's people sitting out on their back deck or their patio. They're not solving. What McKee is going to do is he's going to ship the homeless problem, let's get it out of Providence. Let's get it out of sight, out of mind, out of sight. If you, Jessica De La Cruz and Representative Place, get ready because Zamborano Hospital, remember, that's how it's starting. Notice they say we're going to house homeless families because what does that make it sound like? It sounds like, oh, who's going to fight that? You're not going to fight. These are homeless kids. These are, you can't, oh my, you can't turn. These are poor families. Yeah, that's, that's the guys they're doing it under. Yeah, three vacant cottages. They're going to, you know, about 10 homeless families to these vacant, quote, cottages on Zamborano. The McKee administration, they're about to make Burville homeless north. The, the businesses around Zambrano Hospital. Now, I want to remind people, these are adults. Some of the homeless have cars, by the way. But you don't think they're just going to stay on the grounds of the hospital, do you? No, 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 no. It, it, whatever, wherever there's a liquor store, guess who's going to find it? You're going to have panhandlers in Boroughville. I like how they, oh, we're just going to have like 10 families. 10 families keep going. Remember, they were going to do 500 in Cranston. And then Cranston fought them and said no. So this business, Zamborano Cottages, Wallam Lake Road in the town of Boroughville, 
get ready because that they're going to ship them out. They're tired of them showing up at the state house. McKee is, and I don't, they're tired of them. They're at the armory. And the problem with the Zamborano cottages, McKeeville, the problem is the state now takes ownership of them. Because what happens now? When they say they're going to close the armory warming center, what do the advocates say? Well, where are you going to put them now? Well, now where are you going to do? Where, where are you going to feed them? Where are you going to blah, blah, blah? Nursemaid. You know, no free will of their own. Nothing about employment. Nothing about just need. No. Well, now where are you going to put them? No. If, if, and I don't know. I don't, I don't think State Senator Jessica De La Cruz, I, I, does she have the power to stop what's about to, it'll transform Boroughville. I'll bet there's a lot of people listening right now in the Burrowville area. And I'll bet you feel you can go to bed at night and not lock your door. How are you going to feel you wake up in the morning and there's someone in your car? Or someone rummaged through your car? Or there's someone in your yard? Or this, this, listen, these, these are, this, it's, it is a myth. These are just families and their kids and they could be your kids and that could be us. They're, they're lying to you. You know, I show the footage under the underpass. There's needles. They're intravenous drug users. Many of them are, are sex offenders. Many of them are, they're criminals. They're family. You know why the families won't let them in? Because they've stolen everything possible and the family's like, you're not coming in here anymore. They're thieves. They have abuse problems. Um, and they are coming because I believe you look at the clues McKee wants to move them out of Providence and he's not moving them to Cranston he's moving them and and now I will wait to see what State Senator Jessica De La Cruz and Representative David Place let's see what they're going to do because the homeless advocates will attack them the moment they start to uh, raise any ire but if I lived in that area I don't know what your house is worth now, what your property values are now. But remember, property values are either going up or down or neutral. I, I don't think they're staying neutral and they're not going up. You're going to have some new residents coming in. Folks, this portion of the program brought to you by AtMed Urgent Care. Remember, for all your medical needs, two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston, 5750 Post Road. He's going to throw open seven days a week at Med. Urgent care, just how it sounds, A-T-M-E-D. Now, this is where I've gone. If you need urgent care, if you want to go and wait for a long time at a hospital emergency room, be my guest. Otherwise, AtMed, cost-efficient healthcare alternative to hospital-based emergencies. They provide all kinds of outpatient healthcare. Maybe someone is injured at work. Maybe it's walk-in routine urgent care. Minor surgical, orthopedic, and trauma, work-related injuries, at Med Urgent Care. If someone's in a car accident, have them check them out at Med Urgent Care. And what I like about it is the speed. They see you right away at Med Urgent Care, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston and 5750 Post Road East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's. It's at Med Urgent Care. All right, right now at 1248. And I want to be very clear. I'm not picking on those two individuals. 
But remember, M McKee, let's start with Jessica De La Cruz. Um, McKee is a sneak. Jessica De McKee is a sneak. But that's the play. Now I'm looking at her Twitter feed. Nothing. She attended some institute leadership development. A program to break down partisan barriers. Create an atmosphere conducive to practical problem solving. Doesn't that look nice? Everybody's in casual clothes. I even see Representative Brian Newberry decided to go in sandals because people always looking at like looking at men's feet. I think he took the casual dress thing a little bit too far. So so everyone got to be in jeans and casual clothes and they're sitting down with the progressives and we're like going to find like common ground and I, no there's no common ground with that crowd. There's no common ground. All right, now let's check Representative David Place. So De La Cruz so far is asleep at the switch as far as Zamborano becoming McKeeville for the homeless. All right, now I don't follow him, but I have seen him, I think, on Twitter. But he's not that much. Representative David... Isn't that? No, I don't. I don't see. Maybe he's not on Twitter anymore. Yeah, because that's always a good idea. He's not. I just what pulls up Representative David Place, whose district encompasses Zamborano. Uh, you know, we we don't want it to close. Careful what you you wish for. McKee administration puts hold on plans for major changes in Elena Slater. Yeah, I don't know why he's not on Twitter. Folks, every freshman representative David Place. So he was a freshman in 19. He won in 18. Borable Republican. Um, I don't know why he's not on Twitter. He should be on Twitter. That's how you communicate with the media. you got to keep up. Okay? Um, I know some people still mail things. That That's fine. But, you know, um, it's 2023. Attorney General Pina Narona gets that. Um... Again, I mean, it's entirely, everyone makes their choices. I, I think you want to be as visible as possible. I also, let me just see this. Providence made a comeback the final hours of April, erasing its rain deficit. <laughs> Three and a half inches of rain on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, April was the 12th driest. Well, it's April rainfall. Five, so, well, it's not dry anymore, that's for sure. Raining like hell. If you live in the northern part of the state, specifically Burrowville, they uh, come on. I mean, they they're not. You you. This is no time to be asleep at the switch, because they they just that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna pawn all these people north. You know what McKee is saying? Just get them out of Providence. Get them out of Providence. I'm on the Valley Breeze. Headlines. When Socket resident running for Miss Rhode Island. All right, that's nice. Old Orchard Farm in Lincoln has new owners. Very nice. Major development expected to move forward on Route 44. Um, huh. I don't have anything on the fact that Burville is about to be turned into homeless north. Burville is about to be turned into 
Now you have in Cranston, you have Harrington Hall, the state's largest men's homeless shelter, better known as Hobo Hall. Um, but I don't see anything there. See, and this doesn't... One of the things I like about Attorney General Pina Narona is he talks about... And folks, good afternoon. At 12.53, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Attorney General Pina Narona, much like President Trump, by the way, understood the importance of reacting in real time. In real time. Right? Something would hit. President Trump put out a tweet. Notice Attorney General Pina Narona. They're saying a falsehood. He jumps on Twitter. Boom, he's in action. Folks, media has changed. You have to adapt. You have to adapt. Someone, I really like Joe Kayata. Joe Kayata is the sport, one of the sports reporters at NBC 10, Channel 10. Really good guy. Great guy. Any interaction I've had with him, he is a pro. He's terrific. High school, uh, excuse me. Local TV sports, when you watch the news, what are they reporting on? High school sports. It's evolved. The Bruins lost in overtime last night. How many people are going to watch the news tonight at 6 o'clock to find out if the Bruins won? How many people are going to tune in at 5 to find out if the Bruins won? Nobody is the answer. No. So someone said to me, I'm surprised Joe Kayot is leaving. I'm like, well, you know, maybe he just is tired of covering LaSalle football. He went from being at Gillette and interviewing Tom Brady to suddenly he's talking to a 15-year-old kid who's pitching, you know, for Hendricken. Um, big difference between you come into the job and you're covering the Red Sox, the Celtics, the Patriots, and suddenly you're trying to get an interview with the undefeated girls volleyball team, right, of pick a city or town. A little bit different. The landscape has changed. So I'm telling you right now at 12.55, unless the people in Burrowville want to welcome them with open arms, I am telling you, the numbers are going to get bigger, not smaller. The numbers are going to get bigger, not smaller. I love the way they frame it, the McKee people. It's just going to be 10 homeless people, 10 homeless families. In, notice they're calling them cottages. Cottages have a nice, right, like a summer cottage. It brings to mind, oh, you know, you drive to certain places along a lake and there are summer cottages. Or Oakland Beach has, oh, they used to be called summer cottages. People would drive down to Gatsby or Oakland Beach or certain places. Yeah, we have a little cottage by the water. Like, it's very quaint. No, it's a homeless shack that they're going to be putting these people into that are sex offenders, that are drug abusers, that have alcohol problems, that are thieves, that's who they're going to unleash because McKee is tired of having them parading around. See, the thought process is drop them off in the woods. What are they going to do? Take the bus to get to Providence? Panhandle, then take the bus back? Maybe representative place and maybe... State Senator Minority Leader Jessica De La Cruz will get on the stick, but you better hurry because the train is leaving the station. <clears throat> They're going to take all these, ho the homeless problem in Providence, 
He's going to become McKeeville, just like Pottersville in Wonderful Life. They're going to plop him down on Zamborano. Wherever you see state property, that's where these homeless encampments are. Not the cities and towns. The cities and towns kicked them out. Cranston, they, they evicted them. No, no, no. You're not putting your... No, no, no. Get that tent out of here. The only place they go is state property because McKee won't kick them out. Once a progressive, always a progressive. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show. Hey, I want to remind you about Propane Plus. For all your heating and cooling needs, call Propane Plus today. 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, call them 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus heating and cooling. Now, if you use propane, residential or commercial, I implore you to pick up the phone and call Propane Plus today or go to their website, very user-friendly website, propaneplus.com. And then a little window pops up. I'm looking for, and you put in, check residential or commercial, and then zip code. Propane Plus. Three generations, they're always there when you need them. Call them 401-885-4209, or in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Well, folks, at 1258, good afternoon, one and all. It is Juan. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. By the way, if you missed it, we had a very good episode of Cranston PD Live on Friday night. Once again, I was with the Cranston Police. That video is posted on the website, depetro.com, the YouTube channel. I get email from people. One, I'm not on Facebook. Fine. It's on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube. Um, it's all right there and uh, very, very easy to find. You just have to scroll down a little bit, but it is definitely there. I also want to remind you, your best lawn ever guaranteed. Contact Lawn Doctor today and get on their premium eight service program. The easiest way to reach them is their website, LawnDoctor.com. Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island, your lawn care company. And you just you go onto their website and then you just type in your zip code and you get a quick, easy quote. LawnDoctor.com. All right, it's 12.59. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We have another full hour to go of the program. I will be doing Facebook Live later, specifically on the Charlotte Lester case. And then if breaking news, first one on the scene live stream. Let's break for the 1 o'clock news, get you up to speed on all the news of the day, and then another full hour to go of the John DePietro Show, radio only or online. Stay tuned for the 1 o'clock news. <laughs> 